She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And we have Michael Terzak today. And our title is How to Lose Weight, Sleep Better, and Stress Less with Intermittent Fasting and Magnesium. And so I'm so excited to have Michael with us. Michael, welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. So today I want to first start by talking about, just so listeners can kind of get to know you a little bit, I want to hear a little bit about your journey on what kind of got you into intermittent fasting, your, the way that you're eating and all that. So give us a little background and give us like a day in the life of, of how you eat. Okay. So about five years ago, I was in a pretty bad car accident. I was rear-ended. And that gave me chronic back and upper neck issues, which I ended up having to do several years of physical therapy and nothing, nothing actually gave me full relief. Uh, fast forward a couple of years, and then I did a lot of CrossFit for, for working out. And during CrossFit, I re-injured my neck. And after, after dealing with chronic inflammation and, and chronic anxiety because of this neck injury, um, I started. I read a book called The Walls Protocol, which my wife had on her nightstand by Dr. Terry Walls. And it turned me on to different types of diet and the benefits of nutritional ketosis and what fasting can do for your body, the regenerative effects. So I, I read the book and there were three different levels of the diet and I adopted a strict level two diet, which is pretty much in line with a, a paleo diet. And, um, and after being on that for about two to three months, I noticed that the inflammation in my neck had been reduced severely. And additionally, my anxiety was at a very manageable, if not non-existent level. So that, um, that is kind of my history with, with neck pain and intermittent fasting. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about fruit. So we are okay. kind of, all of us are really kind of saying right now, it's funny. Cause I haven't really, I've had like one strawberry and like a half a thing of blueberries, <laughs> last, like, like really like, cause I, I do try to follow a paleo diet, okay. um, but you know, every once in a while, I will have a gluten-free bagel. That is like my weakness. I love a trade. It's by Trader Joe's. It's an everything, but, but the, you know, what is it? Everything, but the bagel or seasoning, you know, you put that yeah. on and yeah. then everything but the bagel bagel. I'll have that um, with like some avocado, like as avocado toast. But for the most part, my diet is very paleo. But okay. right now I'm kind of doing something where I'm not having any fruit at all, except for the minute amount. And some of our listeners are doing that as well. And they're talking about just how constipated they are because they're not <laughs> getting as much fiber. So talk to us about that. Do you put a lot of fruit in your diet or how does that work? So when I first started with an intermittent fasting lifestyle, and, and just so you know that my fasting window is between 6.30 at night till about 11 o'clock in the morning the next day. And when I, when I first started following, you know, kind of like a, a low carb, I'm sorry, I had a little pop up on my computer. 
uh, a low carb, higher fat, higher protein lifestyle, um, I avoided all fruit like the plague. I didn't touch it. I didn't want a relapse where my neck would flare back up. Um, as my body has healed over the last few years, I find that I can tolerate strawberries or, or low carb items in the fruit spectrum on occasion. And I will also eat one to two apples a day now because of the fiber, fiber content. And that helps eliminate any constipation issues for me. Now, if I were, if I were fresh off an injury, I would probably avoid all the fruits together because of the sugar content. Um, but I'm at a point now where I can, I can have it in moderation. Mm. And you know, what I love is taking an apple and then you can like warm it up and then put fresh cinnamon, nothing else. <laughs> and you, you feel like you're having like hot apple pie, but all it is is an apple, you know, warmed up with some cinnamon on it and it's delicious. So talk to us. I know that you have formulated some magnesium and you've actually created the magnesium lotion shop. So I want to kind of find out how did the magnesium lotion shop even come to be and had the story of how your company got started. Okay. So before I share our story, I have to put an honest disclaimer out there that what I want to share with you is my wife's health history and her story. She's given me permission to share it and that nothing should be taken as medical advice. I'm not a doctor. Um, and any medical claims regarding our product, um, I, I can't make any because then our magnesium product would be classified as a drug according to the FDA. So I don't want men in black suits showing up at my door, so I just have to get that out of the way before sure. we get started. So um, the company came to be because of a need for my wife. Approximately 12 years ago when our daughter was born, my wife developed restless leg syndrome. Um, and our marriage really suffered for, for years because we couldn't sleep in the same bed. Every day was a different story. She would end up on the couch or I, I would end up on the couch. She might kick me because of her legs going, going berserk in the middle of the night. So she tried over-the-counter remedies for her, for her symptoms. And she did like supplements, online hacks, and a bunch of stretching, but nothing worked. And so she didn't want to do prescriptions. So she um, she wanted to do something more natural. So in one of her crunchy online forums, she read that topical magnesium can help her with it. And she tried like magnesium oil products, but those stung and caused the irritation. So she developed her own magnesium lotion and she published it on her blog. She's a food blogger. Um, so it was shared on social media. A lot of people liked it. It was well received and people reported they got relief um, from a magnesium topical product. So um, we took that idea and we brought it to market about three years ago. I love that. So, and my mom, my mom constantly says that she has that that uh, restless leg syndrome. And I'll tell you a really funny story. Actually, my husband, I was, when I was pregnant, um, he, we were, I was sleeping and it was, I was like nine months. I was going to give birth any, you know, okay. in the next couple of weeks. And all of a sudden 
I was like, ow, I woke up in the middle of the night and I was like, ow, 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 my leg, my leg. And I had like a Charlie horse uh-huh. on my leg and my leg. And he was like, oh my God, he, he popped up out of bed. He started packing. It was like the, the episode out of Lucille Ball. He thought I was, you know, getting ready to give birth. So uh-huh. he, he was packing. He's like, I'm getting the stuff. And I, I couldn't even talk because I was, I couldn't explain to him. It's my leg. It's my leg. He's like, it's fine, honey. I'm getting everything. I'll get the car warmed up. Cause it was like in January, he's like, I'm getting, putting, throwing clothes. And I was finally, he realized I'm like my leg. I have, you know, a leg cramp. I have a Charlie horse in my calf muscle. Wow. <laughs> so, um, I want you to explain how the just someone, you know, besides if they obviously have restless leg syndrome, but how do they know if they are magnesium deficient and what are some of the signs and symptoms? Sure. Well, well, for starters, if you're eating the standard American diet, more than likely you're eating a diet that is already deficient in magnesium, right? So various studies have been done and many of them estimate that about 50% of the United States population isn't getting enough magnesium. So a good question to ask yourself is this, if you're eating a food, like a real food diet, and we're not talking like organic or grass fed, we're talking about just real food um, in food groups like spinach, Swiss chard, pumpkin seeds, almonds, tuna, like that kind of stuff, you're probably fine. But if you're not, and you're, you're, you're filling your diet with the standard American items that are usually high in carb and sugar content, then you have a much greater chance of being deficient. So like magne- the recommended daily allowance for magnesium for men is in like a, the, around 400 milligrams for women is around 300 milligrams per day. So in terms of um, magnesium deficiency, like symptoms, if you're not getting enough, you might have things like muscle cramps, right? So there's your, your restless legs and, and what your mom is dealing with and, or what you dealt with, right? Tremors, seizures. Um, high blood pressure, shaking, fatigue, and weakness. There's all sorts of of symptoms that could be associated with a magnesium deficiency. And a simple way to determine the levels in your body is you can go get a simple blood test done by your doctor. Hey guys, I really want you to join our intermittent fasting and OMAD Facebook group. We're doing tons of giveaways right now for posting your before and after pictures and just for posting a question in there. We're giving away free protein shakes, some digest aid, all kinds of fun stuff. So please join our intermittent fasting and OMAD Facebook group. The link is in the show notes. Mm, I like that. So let's talk about potassium for just a second. Cause I know one of the things that my mom always says is she's like, you know, if she takes magnesium, she wants to make sure she's not taking too much. Cause then it's kind of like, you know, you want to make sure you also are balancing that with potassium. How does the two of those play together? So I, I can't, I can't explain what ratio that you would need for your body. But in terms of taking a magnesium supplement alone, I always recommend start small and see how your body feels. And then you can work up from there. Got it. Now, obviously there's magnesium supplements. So why do you suggest maybe taking a magnesium lotion instead of ingesting it orally? Yeah, so the reason the reason most people avoid, avoid taking it orally are, are simply because of 
uh, gastrointestinal issues like GI tract issues. So if you take too much magnesium orally, it can have a laxative effect on your body. And so when you apply the lotion or a topical product to your body, it allows your body to actually absorb it rather than to go directly to your GI tract. And so you, your body actually absorbs the magnesium better when it's applied uh, transdermally or topically. And so let's, I want you to talk about like, there's a lot of magnesium supplements on the market. Like what makes yours different um, from some of the others and, and why maybe get a lotion and not an oil or a spray? Sure. So let's talk about the oils first and then we'll talk about the, the lotion, but there's Look, there's a lot of magnesium oils on the market, and I'm going to be honest with your listeners. Every company producing magnesium oil is going to try to sell you what they have. They're going to say that ours is better than theirs because of some crazy formula or some special magnesium type, or they might use alkalized water or some other sort of sales jargon, right? So magnesium oil is simply magnesium chloride, flakes, and water. And so what really matters the most with, with magnesium oil is where they source their magnesium from. So if a company won't tell you where they get their magnesium from, do not buy the product. So also keep in mind, magnesium chloride is what they use on roads when it snows. So do you want road salt on your skin? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So Ultimately, I would discourage you from buying magnesium products sourced from China, and this has nothing to do with anything politically, but simply from like personal experience um, over the last several years. So while the magnesium we source from our products ultimately comes from seabeds, many of the, the magnesium products from China come from lake beds. And so we found that there's a big difference with how people feel using um, the lake bed type magnesium versus the seabed type supplements. Mm, I like yeah. that. So for for our for our products for our oils, we source our magnesium directly from the Dead Sea in Israel, and then for our lotions, we source it directly from the European Permian Basin, which is the Zechstein seabed, and that's somewhere off the coast of Europe between England and Poland. Mm, that's awesome. So how do you use it? Like how, how do you recommend people use it and how much do you put on your body? Yeah. So our magnesium lotion is simple to use. We recommend rubbing a small, like a quarter to a half a teaspoon sized amount of our lotion on your legs or back before bedtime, and then kind of working up from there. So if you'd like to add more, add more, but we like our, our motto is start small and work up from there because if you're used to taking an oral supplement, it may have a completely different effect on you when you use a topical or transdermal type product. And we're often asked, you know, can, can we apply the lotion more than once per day? And the answer is yes, you can use it as often as you want. But, you know, just keep in mind, don't use it near your eyes or your mouth because magnesium is a salt-like substance and it could cause a little bit of irritation or redness. So as far as, you know, like one of the things I love about certain magnesiums is that it does help with constipation. So sure. um, does, does taking it, the lotion help with constipation? Cause a lot of our listeners, you know, a, a lot of people who are on a keto diet or yeah. they are on a paleo diet, 
they do still struggle with constipation because they might be eating a lot of meat. They might not be eating quite as much vegetables and it really does cause that constipation. Does the lotion have the same effect as that when you're as the same effect as having the pill as far as helping with constipation at all? Sure. So I personally use, I will take a, a, um, a magnesium bath several times a week after like a hard workout. Right. And I do notice that a magnesium bath is transdermal use magnesium. I will notice that the next day I will have a better bowel movement than if I don't take that magnesium bath. So mm. if in high enough doses, or if you used enough lotion, or if you, you know, took a magnesium bath with a high enough magnesium content, I think that you would have the benefits of, of better bowel movements. I want to talk a little bit more about your diet because I think that it's, it sounds like it's amazing. And I think that people are dealing with so much chronic pain right now. Okay. So I want you to kind of really talk about what does that look like for you? Like give us a day in the life and kind of the foods that you're eating that really help alleviate some of that chronic pain. Okay. So, I mean, it, I have my diet pretty much down to a science. So I can share with you what I have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day. Um, so you start your day around 11 and you end around seven or Correct. six. Yeah. So I will, right after my workout, I usually work out around 10 o'clock, 9 30, 10 o'clock. I'll get home from the gym and I'll have a, a protein smoothie. And that consists of a half a can of coconut milk, half an avocado, half a cup of blueberries. Um, occasionally I'll put like a half banana in there, a scoop of protein powder, and then a scoop of collagen. And so it's, it's a pretty protein filled, fat filled smoothie that doesn't jack me up. And so I feel pretty good on that every day. Lunch and dinner are pretty much the same things every day. It's going to be six to seven ounces of protein followed by, um, two to three servings of vegetables. And those are usually baked or, you know, cooked on the stove. And are you, what about the oils that you're using? What kind of oil do you use when you're cooking those? When I cook, it's generally, if, if I'm baking, it will be tossing the vegetables in olive oil before they're put in the oven. If it's, if they're cooked on the stovetop, we generally use coconut oil. So, yeah, so basically lunch and dinner are basically lunch and dinner is vegetables and a lean meat. Yes. Yep. Yeah. I love it. And that's exactly how I feel the best for me is yeah. exactly that. And, and, but except like I told you right now, I'm making that commitment to, and it doesn't mean I'm giving up fruit forever. It's just right now I was getting out of control with fruit. It was just, I was eating three, sometimes four servings of fruit a day, which is just too much. And it was too much sugar. And so for me, sometimes I can get to the point where I'm like, okay, that's it. I just need to cut that out for now. Yeah. It's amazing how much better people feel when they don't have sugar. Mm -hmm. And I was, I had lunch with a, a guy from our church the other day and, and he was telling me all this, the anxiety he was dealing with. And I'm like, how much sugar are you consuming per day? And, you know, he's sitting there with a, with a, you know, a 20 ounce or a 30 ounce soda. And I'm like, you need to cut that out. And so we had this talk and, and he was like, you're right. You're right. So he, he went off of sugar for like a week and then he called me up and he was like, I feel so much better. And I'm like, 
you got it. So just keep it up. So it's amazing what, what the effect it can have on your body. It really can. So tell our listeners where they can find you and where they can follow you. Sure. You can find me at uh, magnesiumlotionshop.com. That's where we have our lotion and our, our oil and our bath flakes. And if they have any questions, they can email me directly at mike at magnesiumlotionshop.com. And do you have a discount for our listeners? Yes, I do. If you use the coupon code Chantel10, your listeners can save 10%. That's C-H-A-N-T-E-L 10. And then you guys can save 10%. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited that you came on and I love everything that you're doing. And you guys stay tuned. We've got another episode coming up in just a few. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.